We are federales. You know, the mountain police. If you're the police, where are your badges? Badges? We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. Hi guys, this is Jamie and Yesenia, and we are back with another episode. Uh, as we were sitting here getting ready to start, Yesenia starts quoting this other movie. I have never heard of this movie in my life, but she's over here. We don't need no stinking badges. We don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> it's from Blazing Saddles from a long time ago. One of my dad's favorite movies of all time. Anyways, we're going to call it No Stinking Badges. Okay. Okay. So today, let's talk about badges. What are you referring to, Yasinya? So, actually, I'm referring to a different movie. Okay. Which is the movie, The Love Story, Up. Okay. The cartoon, right? Can you, like, tell me a little, just quick summary? Is that about the couple? Yes. They grow up together. Yes. As little okay. kids, and then they fall in love, and then... They try to have a baby and they can't and it's just they go through a lot of trials and tribulations and and um, Ellie, the wife, mm -hmm. has always dreamed of having a house near Klamath Falls, I think it is, I don't remember. And so they wanted to build a house there so the old man like put balloons on the top of the house once she passed away. Oh yes. And moved the house. To, had an adventure and met lots of little characters along the way and moved the house to the waterfall where she has always wanted it. And it is a true love story. It yeah. is so sad and and so so uplifting at times. But the story that we the part of the story that we want to talk about today is the little boy that he meets along the way. Mm. And the little boy uh, from what I understood, he was in Boy Scouts, mm -hmm. and he had a sash across his chest, and it had all these badges all over mm -hmm. his bad his badges all over his chest, and he was so proud of them. Yeah, and all you could tell throughout the story, all his all this little boy ever wanted was his dad's love, approval, and time, mm. and. He could not get that from his dad. His dad was working all the time. And it sounded like he had like a stepmom, but his, like he didn't have a very good, you know, relationship with his dad. And he was always seeking his approval. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to talk about that because these badges represent in our real lives here mm -hmm. the things, the material things that right. we have. Right? That we're like trying to show everyone, like, look, we made it. Right. And that's what he was trying to show his dad. Like, look at me. You right. Know, I have we're this. like looking for approval. But then he ended up finding true love and connection with this old man, old grumpy old man. Right. Right. That fell in love with him mm. and spent time with him. Yeah. And then he realized he didn't need all those badges. Right. To try to win someone's approval. He just was himself. Right. It gives me chills just talking about that because that is what we need to realize ourselves. Right. We don't need things. Everybody thinks they need things. Right. But what well, we want. What we want things. Right. right. But what we truly need are love, grace, compassion, affection, and time with one another. Right. Kindness. Right. 
all things money can't even buy. Exactly. And that's what he, that's what no stinking badges stand right. for here. Well, and when we're looking for approval, who are we looking for approval from? Like, do we feel like we mm. need God's approval? Is it our spouses or our friends, our parents? Like, what? Why? What are we? You know what I mean? Like, why do we seek that? Yeah. Why? I mean, is that a natural thing for us to just be born and we're seeking approval to be so cute? That, like, we when we were first born, we didn't have to do anything, and we were loved, loved by right. our parents and loved by everyone and cooed and cawed over. Right. So, why? when we were older, did we develop this thing that we need to seek approval from everyone? I don't know. Um, Because as if we weren't worthy, really, we should want to be loved for what we are inside Mm -hmm. and not all of these badges. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that need for approval comes from. I do know this leads to something we were going to discuss, but I'll say this part now. I wrote this down, but I think I have a hard time with it. There's never been a day in my life God hasn't loved me. It's never wavered. Okay, so that is true. Mm -hmm. I know that it's true. That's true true for everyone. It is. It's true for everyone. Um, So... It kind of leads to, do we feel like we let God down when we don't measure up? And uh, by whose standards are we not measuring up to, for one? And then we were going to ask, how do we think God feels about me, you? Mm-hmm. How do our listeners is think dis- God feels about them? Is he disappointed? Is he proud? Is he... So... Why do we seek... And so this is another thing, too. Before God came into my life, why was I seeking the approval of everyone else and not even considering God? I'm going to be honest. Right. Well, that's how I lived a majority of my life, too. I just never even, I never even, that sounds harsh, but I never it even does, thought about God. Right? Like, I just was living. That's why. Like, and we think, and maybe that's why God shook us. Yeah. Because he's like, you're going to, we're going to shake this up. Right. Because obviously she's living thinking that the world revolves around her Mm. and her wants and her needs and her future that she wants and thinks that she is here for. Right. But let me tell you, that's not why you're here. Right. Right. There's (laughs) like a greater purpose. Yeah. Let's just answer to the the question. Do we feel like we let God down when we don't measure up? Yes. Who are we not measuring up to? Our ability our own ability that we were given so, by God to be good people. What do you think? I feel like I let him down when I am not, when I knowingly am not staying on the path which he has for me. However, scripture will tell you that there's nothing that we can do that will ever change his love, for us. love admiration for us. Does he know that like, he already knows what we're going to do. So he knows that we want to take our own road. Like, mm-hmm. and so, and he, you think he still loves us, even though he's like, well, oh, you silly girl. Yeah. You silly girl. So there, like it says, there's never been a day that he hasn't loved us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 
this is something that's discussed in counseling a lot for me. How do I think he feels about me, though? Mm -hmm. So, like I told you last week, logically, I know he loves me. Right. You've taught me that God loves me. Right. You. Which is weird because I know he loves you. Mm -hmm. But what about you? Um... I mean, I don't think he wants anything bad to happen to me. <laughs> he loves you too, Jamie. So I don't know why I feel that way. That has been something that we've been trying to figure out. Do you think he doesn't love you because he's allowed bad things to happen in your life? No, actually. I feel like he allowed those things, mm -hmm. honestly, so I could be a better person. I agree. That is not even my issue. My issue is... I have done dumb things. All of us have, though. Knowingly. Some unknowingly, but mm -hmm. knowingly. I've been not crazy, but what what's that word where you're reckless? Mm -hmm. I have been reckless, reckless yeah. with my decisions. Mm -hmm. Knowing better. That's where my questioning comes from. Because I'm like, why would he want to continue loving you right when I knowingly was reckless I wonder if you're like you're portraying your own feelings about your own self that is exactly what my counselor said to what you, you should think, get paid. god I I, I should just write you that check. add that to the list of jobs right I have. <laughs> um no genuinely that's no, honestly, what she said she says on. I think what's happening is you don't forgive yourself mm -hmm. and you portray that on to God, but he already knew before you did the reckless things. And you know that he loves you. Yeah, I do, logically. That's the thing. That's where our psyche is really weird because yeah. logically, or I also, like you said, I taught you that mm -hmm. God loves you. Mm -hmm. I can, I, I believe that. I know he does. Mm -hmm. So that's where I think our minds are so weird. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I know you. that. But at the same time, why would he for me? Weird, right? <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. But I think, too, um, we can talk about this a little bit. It probably goes back to to my up oh, I can't even upbringing. talk. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, my upbringing with God. Um, it wasn't always spiritual sometimes it was just religious mm. so when I was growing up well first let me say probably the times I went to church with my grandparents I loved going to church with them mm. I think that I was learning a real relationship with God it was not based off of religion mm. but um my dad um for several years we went to the Mormon church. Mm -hmm. And this is just my personal experience. I'm right. I have no negativity towards anyone in their beliefs, but mm -hmm. my personal experience was that I was judged very harshly for being a cute girl for wearing makeup. Really? I never dressed inappropriately, but I, I just look, I had a certain look about me. Mm -hmm. So, I was judged very harshly. Mm. And also there were so many rules that you couldn't break and things you were supposed to live by. Mm -hmm. And those things were what was going to 
please God. I see. So. See, I was never exposed to that. Okay. So I, I don't have any perspective. So I'm glad, you know, you're able to share that because I feel yeah. like that does have a little say in how you believe Right. Things. So that for me is religion. I see. Um, So now the relationship that I have with God is very spiritual. Mm-hmm. Like I know he and I walk together. Mm-hmm. Um, That's interesting. It is. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably why I have where I go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've learned the spiritual side so much later in my life. That didn't start until I was um, – 39 and so i'm still learning Mm -hmm. you know and you have to unlearn all the things you knew from childhood right right um that's interesting yeah and i think that everyone has their own walk with it as well you know Mm -hmm. but it leads like um to that story i was telling you about the story you were talking so it actually was an oprah winfrey episode like how she does what is that um, um super soul sunday yeah and she had this lady on there that was talking about this book that she had written and she had these guests come on that it was a couple they had twin sons and a daughter and when the boys were 20 um one of the sons was killed in a motorcycle accident while vacationing in australia and so it obviously changed their whole life mm. and um what led up when they were telling the story that led up is they both were like, we had this plan for our life, right? This is how it was going to go. Our twin boys, they were close. We went to church. We did what we were supposed to blah, blah, blah. It reminds me of Peyton saying I was like a robot. Mm -hmm. Their life was like robotic, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, then this son died and the dad was talking about how awful it was telling the twin that Mm -hmm. his brother died. That must be horrible. Right. And the dad and mom were obviously devastated, but they had these two other children. The daughter at the time, I think, was just going into college. Mm -hmm. And so the dad was like, look, we have two choices. Like, we can take the road of hope Mm -hmm. or we can take the road of despair. If we take the road of despair, we have to know we're showing our kids how to handle this. And, like, our marriage, all of it may not come out of this like i mean that would be horrific on a on a marriage and a, right. on a family on the rest of the kids right and so i was really impressed with them because you know death and i've not experienced that of losing a child but oh, i mean geez. i can't even imagine no and so having those two options so the mom was talking about how for weeks she could not even hardly get out of bed. She could not get dressed. She had no appetite. She genuinely, and this is where it resonated with me, was like, I am not going to get through this. Because obviously, even though my situation was different, mm-hmm. I literally spoke those words. Right. I'm not going to get through Multiple this. Multiple times. Yeah, I'm not going to be okay. Right. This is more than I can handle. Like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. She That was her. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, one of her friends, six weeks in, talked her into, let's go on one of our walks. It will be good for you because they used to walk all the time. Mm. And um, she went on the walk. It was in Maine in the winter. She had gloves on. She dropped a glove and bent down to pick it up. And 
got lightheaded, obviously, because she hadn't been taking care of herself. Right. Well, when she looked up, she saw a rainbow, which she's like, if you're in Maine, you know, not typical, especially in winter. And she's like, I looked at my friend and said, I'm hallucinating. And the friend was like, no, I see it too. Mm-hmm. And she took it as like, that was a sign from God or her son, like, take the road of hope, like, take the road of hope. And so that's what they did. And it was hard. Mm-hmm. Um you know, a lot of struggles along the way. Like, obviously, the twin son had his own struggles because he was so close to his brother. Right. Um, but one thing that they said, and I loved, is that through that, they were at a crossroads and they learned the difference between religion and spirituality. Hmm. So they no longer were religious. They took the road of being spiritual and having that walk, knowing that God was walking that grief with them. Mm-hmm. And also... um that they found the mom said this so she started working as a helper in hospice interesting and at first she was thinking like no well i can't do that right and she's bringing her right back right but she's like no what it did was by helping others it helped me heal wow and i mean really that's what god wants us to do anyways is we're here to help others along the way. Right. We're all a community. Right. And so I was like, that's amazing. And I even was telling Jose about it last night. Like he will help anyone. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like looking at him by the way he has helped others, it has also continued his journey of healing. Right. Exactly. And that's amazing. And it, it, passes along as well because then your daughter's seeing him right that and so you know we're talking about like these badges and all this Mm -hmm. but like isn't that better than any badge like i mean badge could be even considered just going to church and not fully living well because there's people that go to church every day as a they have religion they do what they're supposed to do they're good people there's nothing wrong with them right But But some people don't ever get to the spiritual part of it. Exactly. Like they don't. Yes, exactly. They don't get to the meaning of what the badge is is meant for. Like I want the badge, but I want the spiritual connection with it. Exactly. And that is more important to me than like if anyone ever is like, oh, she goes to church and this and this and this. Mm -hmm. I would rather them see the light of Jesus come through me as my badge. Right. Then be like, Which she's affiliated to this church. Exactly what I'm saying. And I, I feel that from you. And that's honestly what brought me to closer to God because I see that within you. Yeah. I saw awesome. your spiritual journey and there's been multiple times just that I witnessed God working through her. That's and I don't awesome. even think she knew. At I don't the time. think. Until really like our podcast. I mean, obviously I know I've watched your growth with God. Mm -hmm. um, And I know we've talked about this recently and it makes me proud. Yes. But I had no idea Mm -hmm. I was what drew you to God until you said that to me specifically just a few weeks ago. I knew he was out there. Right. You know, like, like you, I knew you he knew was he was there. something. <laughs> he was there. Yeah. And I've been to church. Right. But I've never received God. And until... had like a spiritual connection exactly. with him. Exactly. There's a completely different. And it, 
experience. It is. Mm -hmm. And that is where, well, I had never had that experience before either until my journey started. And I just knew I had to cling on to something. Mm -hmm. And so I just started like reading everything I could read. My Bible, like taking notes, Mm -hmm. highlighting, praying. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But I knew that at least if I was living for that, Mm -hmm. I was living for something. Exactly. Exactly. And some people don't get it, and I get that. And then some people think that, like, we're trying to be all religious. That isn't even what it's about for me. No. I still rock Tupac like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> like, As if Tupac's not religious, I'm sure he is too. Right? Like, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Exactly. <laughs> um, something that you put on here is you said, will the storms ever end? And then you said, no, but neither will the rainbows. They will never stop coming. Which I love that. Because you know how people, like, sometimes we have hardened hearts. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that my heart was really hardened, per se, until, like, my whole situation here with my relationship. But... But it was even hardened before. Yeah. Before God rocked you. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you didn't realize it. No. You didn't realize it. Because I thought, like, I'm a pretty good person. It doesn't matter if I have God. That's how I used to live. He's made you humble. Yeah. He's made you more open. And so what he does, he, so I put here, how does God take hard soil, which is our hearts, Mm -hmm. a hardened heart, and turn it into good soil, a softened heart? He sends a storm. Yeah. 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 It changes everything. It does change everything. And it might be horrible. And it's going to be muddy afterwards. Right. But we do have the choice, the crossroads of hope or despair. Mm -hmm. It's up to us. He's not going to force us. Right. But the badges that you gain if you take the road of hope Mm -hmm. are so much more worth any house, any car. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it's crazy to me. It's not just the badge. It's what those badges represent. Yeah. Right? And Yeah. And pain, I feel like it really softens people to the word of God. Or it can harden them. Right. So, like, for me, I never, if if my marriage hadn't fallen apart, mm-hmm. I never would have come to God. And I, I know that I now. I don't think I would have either. I don't think I would have either. Ooh. I think she's even saying if my marriage hadn't fallen apart, she wouldn't have come exactly. to God because exactly. hers had already it had already gone. It was already over. Remember? I mean, I don't know if you remember, but I do. Like the first time you actually ended up doing a prayer with us at the office. Yeah, I do. And I witnessed it. And after that day, our boss talked to me separately mm-hmm. and he was like, today was very special. Mm-hmm. She's never... No. Like, we've never prayed. No. No. And I was like, at that time, I couldn't see that. But now when I look back, I was like, that was awesome. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't just that, though. It was, it was everything. It was the whole process. It was God speaking to me for you. Yeah. That's a trip, huh? Yeah. Remember I'm, how you would be like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know, but I feel like I need You're to like tell you this. not me talking. Like, I, don't, I don't know where <laughs> that came from. That's honestly the reason why we had all this podcast start too, because I would right. have, like, I have these weird things come to me. Yeah. Like, I need to tell her this. Yeah. 
And And it's funny because also, so I feel like when God knew he had a hold of me, Mm -hmm. um, he started placing people in my life Mm -hmm. that also were chasing God. So April, one of my best friends, she does my nails. It started out, she just did my nails. Mm -hmm. She would pray for me. She would stop in the middle of my nail appointment (laughs) and pray for me. And I would be like, this chick is weird. She's amazing. No, now we pray. So we crack each other up. So like my last nail appointment, we prayed probably three times. And we also listened to NWA. There you go. Like, okay. (laughs) So my point is that, but I mean, he brings alongside people that are also like drawing you to him. Right. They Um, keep you there. There is a song and is it a Tupac song? No, it's actually a worship song. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's actually a worship <laughs> song. Um, it's called Reckless Love. Okay. And I love it because in the song, the guy talks about how God will leave the 99, which is the 99 sheep. Okay. To find the one lost one. So he can have so many believers, mm-hmm. but he will chase the lost one. Wow. And I feel like that's really what happened for me during that time. And and because of that, then it flowed over to you. Right. And all the other people that you've touched. Because you were already a good person. It's not like Yesenia was out here like slinging dope. Yes, she wasn't yes. like, she was a good person. <laughs> but I just didn't have Jesus in my life. I didn't. And, and I think it changed the way you make decisions. It does. Your morals, your boundaries, the way that you parent. I think it changed all of it. It does. And it honestly, it's helped my relationships in all aspects and all different types right. of relationships with my friendships, with my husband and my kids, my boss, mm-hmm. everything. It's changed. Don't you think too, kind of like circling back around to badges, before I used to be like, I need a certain car. Right. I need my house to look a certain way. Right. I need to look a certain way in certain clothes and my kids need to go to school and look a certain way. Right. Right. Well, let me tell you about the hot mess express. <laughs> right. Not that I still don't I like to look nice. Mm-hmm. Like I do love clothes. Mm-hmm. But now I am not above a thrift shop. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not like, okay, if I don't have this brand new car, this is the longest I've ever kept a car. It's honestly. a nice car, though. And I do, I mean, it's nice, yeah. you know, but I, have I been over it for a while? Sure. But I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. But I feel like that changes. Like, the badges that I thought I needed to display mm-hmm. are no longer the ones that I'm worried about. Yes, because they don't matter. Right. They don't I was really looking, matter. especially, I think you can relate to this, especially during that time of your greatest pain. Mm -hmm. This even goes a few months back for me. I just wanted to be wanted and approved of and like, Mm -hmm. oh, look at she made it through that. Right. And now I'm like, yeah, well, first of all, I did make it through that. That was horrible, but you did. But I don't care about any of those badges Mm -hmm. because I'm not even kidding guys if you could see my hand is up praise jesus he gave me a chance to love again fully yes and that is like the greatest badge if from this opportunity i have i can show my children what it looks like to walk in a relationship with god and the sinner Mm -hmm. then 
I've gotten the greatest gift ever. Yes, and you're giving them the greatest gift ever. Because if I can see what's happening with you, that means they are watching you too. Right, and that's awesome. I think that's really awesome. So I don't know if there's something else you want to add here, but I just feel like life is really, there are a lot of crossroads, and a lot of the time the choices are hope or despair, no matter what you're deciding. Yeah. Even for like our kids, you want to go to this party, you want to do what's right. Right. Hope or despair. Hope or exactly. despair. And it hardens. But how do we get people that have been hardened from a situation? That's really hard. Like how? Because I know some people probably listen and they're like, mm, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that. But God's allows these situations in our lives to right. change us and not in ways to harden our hearts. No. I don't think he ever means that. The world hardens our hearts because it's a broken world. Mm-hmm. And... We get accustomed to being treated badly. So then that's what we look for. I see. Which hardens our hearts further. I see. Because then we feel like we're not enough. I don't even know where that came from right now. There you go. But that's the truth. Mm-hmm. You will continue to look for what you think you deserve. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. So I know we've said this a million times before, but if you can at least know that you deserve you owe it to yourself to figure out internally why you feel the way you do mm-hmm. why that heart is hardened and to let go of that right because even like if you're listening to this and we talk about god all the time and maybe you were like nah i'm not all well mm-hmm. you're listening right he's pulling you mm-hmm You know, it's hard to get past that. And I know people have like big hurts we know nothing about too, you know, like major things. But I feel like it comes down to you can pick hope or despair. So those really horrible things happened. Mm -hmm. You can base your entire life off of those events. Right. Or see it in a different way completely. Or you can take hope and try to change the rest of your life to be the best of your life. And by doing so, you are changing everyone else's life around you. Right. Like it is witnessing this. Well, and it's almost like how people say like break those um, past generational. Yeah. Like curses. Right. Like we really do have the opportunity to do that in situations. Mm -hmm. So we've been through really bad things. We can either teach our children and they're going to follow and make those same relational decisions. Right. Or we can break it. Right. And show them that actually this can happen. There is another choice. There is another option. Right. And even though it seems like the only thing out there is despair. And right. that's very troubling. I understand the things right. that God, the, the things that has happened to all of us. Right? right. God knows. But if you could just get through it and, and go to him rather than run from him. Right. Because I know sometimes people want to blame God for what happens. Yes, there's a lot of people. And I think we've touched on this really well in saying that we have free will. Mm -hmm. And that means because of free will, people have the choice to do bad things. Mm -hmm. God is not okaying that. No. But he gives you your free will. Right. So bad things happen. It breaks God's heart too. Right. He's right there with us. Right. You know, I would imagine 
with seeing all i mean if you had a super power i know i can't imagine it that would be that would be horrible to sit there and and know what's coming ahead yes and and know that if you were to step in and prevent that thing from happening that this other thing would never take place right this person would never grow in this way that would be horrible to know that today when she walks out of her house yeah. and gets into that car right she's not going to come back home to her family right that i mean there's so many things going on i know there's got to be things that literally break his heart right constantly right and, and then how are who are we to to blame him he knows i think that it's easy to do that though yeah. Because um, you feel like you need to blame someone. It's easier to blame than to take any responsibility right. for the choices that we had right. made to get us in those situations. Or I think for people, sometimes it's easier not to believe there's a God. Mm-hmm. You know, but we should believe in something. Right. Even if you don't believe in God. Believe in something. There, yeah. you got to believe in something greater than your own self right this world does not revolve around you right right and i can say that because i felt that i was honestly i was just gonna say (laughs) sometimes you don't even realize that you're selfish or that you've been selfish right until you're on the other side of it and then you're like oh like i thought that was all about me but really so and so needed that lesson that they learned because of my right issue or my trial you know and you just walking I mean, that's really lonely to be, right. to think that you're in this all by yourself right. and to think that you have all the control to make all the decisions in your life and that it's not anything past yourself. Right. Yeah. That's it's not crazy. for anything past yeah, yourself. That's crazy. I don't so, know. So I, don't know. I hope that today you guys get from this, though, that there's more than just badges materialistic things Mm -hmm. like what about the badge of being like a good person right the badge of like loving a friend being there for a friend you know the badge of like letting the light of jesus shine through you that could change someone else's life that's right there's a lot more to it there is so the materialistic badges we don't need no stinking badges we don't need that but maybe we need, you know, to look a little deeper than that and see, like, what else is there. All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow <laughs> or next week. Bye. Bye. If you know someone that would enjoy our podcast, please send them a link to your favorite episode and invite them into our tribe. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. From the Ashes with Jamie and Yesenia. Thanks for listening.